We all got secrets. We got Dan. We got Mike. Gentlemen. What's up, Steve? How you doing? Man, just go right into this because this is just, well, I'm going to say one of those weeks, but this has been a week and I don't think any of us are going to forget. We, we decided right off the bat on this show uh, that we have to acknowledge what's happening out there. We just have to. It's just too big, and it's bigger than our silly little podcast here. But here's the deal. I mean, we want to be your escape from reality, and we're going to do that this week. We're going to be that escape, and we're going to do it the best we can. We'd be remiss if we didn't acknowledge what's going on in the world and what's going on in the world just is uh, mind-blowing. It's so many adjectives I can't even come up with. But I think the bottom line is this, and I think we were talking beforehand, and I'm just going to speak for everybody if everyone's okay. We are absolutely sick, disgusted, outraged by what happened to George Floyd, and we hope that God justice is done. Period. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Amen. Well said. Well yeah. said. And... Uh, we hope the world heals from this. It's going to take a while. And uh, that's it. But in the meantime, I mean. But may- we, we, maybe it starts with us, Steve. You know, like just. Yeah. We're going to give everybody, hopefully, you know, 45 minutes to an hour of not that. Yeah. You know? And it's like. The, you, you, yeah. No one wants to hear us three idiots talk about it, right? Right. And, and, you know, we have our opinions. And believe me, we're just as affected as anyone else by it. We I mean, really, really nobody wants to hear us three idiots to begin with. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> except for our boy in Serbia. Yeah. Oh well, Serbia. Serbia. <laughs> we know Serbia's got our back. And I think the one, the one thing that we said between us, and I think is the perfect way to put it, is like the, the world. It's just bigger than our podcast. It is. Everything out there is just bigger than this, and we acknowledge it. We're hurt by it, just like everyone else. But in the meantime, we know you come to us for an escape. We're going to do it now. So. Thank you for letting us say that. We'd have been remiss. If we had just went right into the nonsense, it wouldn't have worked this week. So speaking of escapes, yes. I, escape, I escaped Cheltenham. Yes. Let's hey! get it. Let's get to it. <laughs> All right. You are no longer a Cheltenham resident. No, I mean I still own property in Cheltenham because there's some work to do before we move. But uh this weekend, uh shout out the stimulus check because the movers, those dudes worked their butts mm. off. Always. And of course, naturally, Friday in this area was literally the most humid day since like last September. Mm-hmm. So I felt terrible for, and these guys, I don't know if anyone listening has ever used a moving company before. You know, these guys are hourly employees. So on one hand, they have a vested interest in like dragging the job out, you'd think, right? Yeah. Because if they work for eight hours, they're getting paid for eight hours. But these guys, I mean, they just, they showed up exactly on time and it was just a well-oiled machine. They, I, I had to ask them to slow down huh. because, because like, like it, I mean, these guys are sweating. Um, you know, when they first got on site, uh, they're wearing a mask and it's hot. So I went to the guys and said, listen, uh, I want you to know where I stand. Um, I, I'm, I don't think that you have to wear the mask um, to protect me and my family. If you want to, for your safety, um, I am fully on board with that. If you would like me and my family to wear a mask for your safety, I am completely comfortable with that. But I'm like, it's super, super humid out. So I'm concerned about your like physical well-being, like breathing with that on. Mm. And two of the guys decided to keep the mask on, but the one guy didn't. And halfway through the move, and this guy was just covered in sweat because he's busting mm. his arm all the time. He says to me, 
man, thank you so much for, for, for letting me take the mask off because it's, it, it was hot as hell. Yeah. Shit started so, coughing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Put the fear in. And, you know, this, cause I just used it. I just used movers two months ago yeah. in the beginning of the pandemic. So we were just, just starting yeah, to get you stressed about phase. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was totally, I, I I'm not even going to lie. I needed like a Xanax. You like wiping boxes as they're putting them down? Pretty much. I, I, I mean, sprayed. I mean, Steve, I, full disclosure, I think we're, you know, we're again, we're sharing our lives, right? The, the reality is you were so stressed that we actually were supposed to start the podcast a week before we did. Right. And we delayed it a week because the stress levels were a billion times 10 back then. Yeah. Obviously, now we're in a little bit different environment. We are. While, while the virus is not gone, it has gone down. And, and I think a lot of people, as we've discussed ad nauseum, are more comfortable. So it, it went well. Um, and it yeah. was a part of that stimulus check very well spent. Very and, well spent. And, and who knows in the end whether all of us being more comfortable is the right thing. Time will tell. But yeah. that is reality. I, that that's you know not to talk too much about covid but geez the world just seems a little more comfortable right now doesn't yeah, yeah. it that's, eh. I, I, that's a good thing i think you know let's 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 you know live life so uh, and that's what see. we started doing and now we're living life in lower moreland pennsylvania there you go watch out local community boards speaking about you know i don't have a deck so you know no not that cool <laughs> No, that's a Springfield thing. You wouldn't understand. So now, <laughs> hold on. Okay. You've left Cheltenham. Have you left the page or are you lingering? Uh, so I did leave. I did leave a few. Um, oh, bro, you're better than that. Hold on. Let's discuss. Let's discuss. Okay. Yeah. Like, we, weren't you? You were going to go out, weren't you? Yeah. There's, well, I, dude, I, the, the going out didn't quite work. The, I, I don't think I. Dude, I needed you to scream <laughs> thug life and empty. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Out that I didn't leave because uh, some funny stuff has happened to Paige recently, so I'm, I'm getting to still take advantage of that. But like I left like the yard sale group, like I I'm making purchases there anymore, you know. Um, and I left one of the there's like three main discussion groups. There's Sheltonham Village, but that's like my peeps. They're good people. They they like to joke around. There's Elkins Park happenings, and that's like all the people take themselves way too seriously. And then there's the Sheltonham Township residents. Which like actually tries to have like educated conversations, mm-hmm. um, and those those people have just been so pretentious this week. I I, I left yeah. that group. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what it is about those pages that add the word residents to them, but that those those typically Ooh. are the hotbeds. Right. Nah. So I'm still. I mean, Elkins Park Happenings is the biggest of the groups. It's like several thousand members. So I am still there. Sheltonham, be on notice. <laughs> I can still hit at any time. God nice. forgives. There you go. I I haven't left any of my former community pages, mainly because they're really not that far away from me. I mean, Delco, it's like Glen Olden and Briarcliff, I, you know, are still a stone's throw away. So it's not like I really left. Travel time. How far are you from your old house? Uh, not even 10 minutes. Five maybe four and a half hours. Oh, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not how long will it take for Steve to tell you the directions to that. Hey, now. <laughs> Come on. I'm long-winded. I get it. I'm 15 minutes from my my house. So close enough where, like, the kids can go back and see their friends. Yeah. Um, But far enough where, politically, this is a completely different world here now. Oh, yeah? 
Yeah, like, like so a guy across the street, like, you know, the kids are out there. And my kids, my, my sons especially, are very, very social. I don't know where they get it from. You know, go figure. So they're out making friends in the neighborhood. So I walk over, introduce myself to one of the dads. And as soon as I walk over, he extends his hand. He's like, we're not supposed to shake hands, but I'm Brian. You know, he shakes my hand right away. So I'm like, huh. you know, showing hands. They're like six feet and blah, 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 you know, whatnot. So Should have just chest be- bumped the shit out of him. <laughs> set the precedent early. I thought, I thought about kissing him on the lips, but, you know, it's a little early for that. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that- a little French on him. Put a <laughs> what, 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 that, that's the second date. Come on. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All right. So uh, what other nonsense? I got a list of nonsense here. Oh, speaking of Serbia, any other updates there? What's no, our metrics just, update? So uh, based off of the rankings, um, what I can tell you is Serbia remains number one. So, so I, I would love if that Serbian listener could either, if you have Facebook, if you could message us. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have Twitter, you know, we're on Twitter, um, reach out to us. We will send you something if we can find you. Cause you are clearly a dedicated listener. Whoever oh yes. Serbian friend. We will. Um, Ger- Germany, uh, UAB and Spain all jockeyed for positions. So it looks like whoever's there is listening as well. So, uh, our we'll global say, we are the world. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. say, we'll send them all a shirtless picture of the hitman. That's what we nice. want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, we'll have to see what happens. Maybe, maybe with I mean, because Philly is kind of one of the hotbeds right now. Maybe we can rank in some other listeners during the next week because they'll think they're getting something else, and then they'll find out we ain't talking about that stuff. Yeah, you know, suck them in. That's yeah. it. But uh, yeah, what we so yeah, we we don't promote our uh, online presence enough. I don't know that we've established it yet. I, well, we've established it, but we need working on establishing it more. We're on yeah, Facebook. We, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We, I think we know Facebook best, so we're going to yeah. start there and trying to get more interactive. Um, I think it's a way for us to get feedback from the follow, from, from our, our, our listeners, our followers, and, and so that we can give you guys. Like, like, we appreciate that a lot of you are listening because you're our friends, but we want to give you a product that you enjoy listening to as well. So please, uh, when we post stuff on there, you know, comment away. Um, if, you're, if you're on Apple, uh, you can leave us reviews. Please feel free to give us a five-star review, but then roast the hell out of us. In this yeah. Oh, yeah dude, and, to, and, and if you're not willing to share honest thoughts as yourself, by all means, have a friend rip us. We don't have to know where it's coming from. Yeah. Right. I'm, listen, I am an avid supporter of burner accounts. We all know that. <laughs> uh, <love it. laughs> At Kevin Durant. That's it. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I would I would totally respect someone if they, if they left the five star review and then just tore us up. Yeah, like the five star is the only thing that matters as far as getting us. People, yeah. Right? So leave us a five star review and it'd be like Mike is a fat worthless piece of you know what you know whatever. I'm okay. uh, I literally have thick skin. I can handle. It. That's it. Well, I don't anymore, so <laughs> I don't know what I can handle. You can tell about how pretentious Steve is now. Three chicken skin. nuggets, Steve. We figured that out early on. It's, hey, two meatballs for dinner. I'm just saying. Yeah, I was, I was going. Is that like hard. one cut in half, or is that like two whole meatballs? Two whole meatballs. Whoa, yeah, boy, you're a rebel. Now, what's the size? <laughs> but what's the size of a steamed meatball? These were pretty sizable, normal size. Uh, they're Roy Tweedy's meatballs, first of all. I don't know so, what that is. Well, I, I mean, homemade. Uh, well, they are homemade, but from a butcher. A a a, a a a homemade recipe. They're not like elitist. Out of a these box. are elitist meatballs, Mike. 
Yeah. yeah. I have well, I have someone else make them and wrap them up in plastic and I buy I, them. I will tell you that outside of my youth coaching abilities, the second thing Shelton Hill will miss most about me is my meatballs. Oh. At the uh, That's diverse, what she said. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> They can always get my meatballs in their mouth. No! Oh, <laughs> damn! <laughs> um, every, every, every year their school has like a, a diversity celebration. And like, you know, everyone does a table from their, their background. I'm a mutt, so I could do pretty much anywhere. But we always did Italy made meatballs. And I, I got to the point where I was making $100 worth of meatballs. Oh. And they would all go. It was like, it was ridiculous. So. Proving once again that you can't beat Mike's meat. Anyway. <laughs> yeah yeah come on you ain't the only one firing Pittman. come on cross with the sauce <laughs> uh so hitman you told well first of all you told us uh you were doing the podcast sans shirt and you just were not changing so how do you feel shirtless podcasting this week i, I just feel wondered. free as fuck right now I'm there you go <laughs> Shirtless podcasting. It's I'm, not, I'm not just there. The guns that are out. No, no, guns and bones right now. <laughs> so you're podcasting like my youngest son. Yes, that's it. <laughs> I don't know why I had to bring it up. I just did. But uh, you had some stories this week, man. What was uh, your Trump bucks are gone? Yeah, they are. They're gone. They're. And you're looking for out. more, huh? I'm searching, bro. I'm. Uh. I'm I'm clinging to this second wave, and I'm hoping it's not COVID. No. So what happened? You you uh, told us a story. Uh, they hit you yeah. for some 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 repairs, so, dog. Yeah, I got. I've been having some trouble with the Buick. Bu- old Buford took a shit on me, and uh, we went and got her looked at. I was kind of holding that. It's a it's a fourteen, so I still had the tail end of warranty left over. It's a it's a truck, or is it? Is it- it's an SUV. Say, I call it a SUV. truck. It's an Got SUV. It, yeah. Whatever. It's a multi-purpose vehicle, Steve. Okay. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. It's a station wagon with wooden paneling. The truth, right? The it's truth a is, <laughs> it's a Griswold on wheels. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no, it's a Buick Enclave. Uh, and I guess we should go f- to the beginning. I, I, we went out and and we touched drove stuff, and I sat in town and countries, and we, you know, we looked at a bunch of stuff, and I just. I couldn't be Mini Van Dan. I couldn't. No. I couldn't bring myself to that level. We sat in the Buick, and it just felt good. So I took her home. Mm. Fast forward to now. I've had it a little over two years. Uh, started to get some. It's funny because I always I I divert back to those. What were they? The Amco commercials or whatever, where people would. It's making an. <laughs> well, it was pretty similar to that. <laughs> so I dropped her off, and come to find out, I need about two thousand dollars worth of work done in the back transfer case. Ooh. And. Factory warranty ran out at seventy thousand and eighty-two miles, Ugh. and I'm currently at seventy-four and change. Yeah, you go. Should have got the drill, man. Should have got the drill. Spun that shit Dude, back. I know. I, know. <laughs> I thought about it. I tried to put it in reverse, like Ferris Bueller, but no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, twenty. So uh, you, when you when that, you getting that done? Uh, it's getting done right now. Okay. They give you a Are loan they, or anything? They, see now here's the problem. Here's uh-huh. here herein lies the problem there, Steve. Oh, okay? we hit the rub. 
So they were out of loners. They directed me to Enterprise. Obviously, it's not an issue I can use on my insurance, so they wanted me to come out of pocket. Mm. Well, I've only but recently started to exist on paper, so I don't do the major credit card thing and my driver's license. Go ahead. So you're like Obama with no birth certificate? I'm a ghost, bro. Oh, I mean, I'm not going to say my dad's from Kenya, but I'm a ghost. That's fly. <laughs> fly under the radar, man. That's it. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I had a cell phone bill in my name for about 15 years of my life. And then outside of that, I didn't exist. Here we are. I'm here. I got kids. I'm tied to the ground. My name's on shit. It matters now. So I'm tore up from the floor up with this car. Hmm. Should be done by the end of the week. We'll see what happens. Okay. Now, who, who's doing the work? Are you going through like that, like a dealership mechanic? I am going work? through a dealership down here. You I had to get cheaper. Initially, though, with the warranty thing, it would have had to have been done at a dealership anyway, which is why I headed there. Okay. It was already there. It was already torn apart, and I need the shit might, done. So they might kind as of well. me. Yeah. So wait, here's something I, I didn't quite follow. In your, you said you know, with Enterprise, you wound up getting a car, right? No, I didn't. No, so you didn't. I did not get the car because it was not an insurance issue. I couldn't file a claim, and as I said, I don't do the credit card thing. I've always like, kind of been like a if I can't pay for it, I probably shouldn't have it in my life at the moment type guy. So you couldn't do a debit card. They would not take a debit card wow. because I still have an out-of-state driver's license. I'm still oh, there you go. in the system in New Jersey because I still have the house up there. The truck and everything's registered up there. So they wouldn't accept that down here. Dang. Yeah, man. So you're hoofing it. So I am. Yeah, I'm hoofing it. Jeez. Now work is close enough that you can hoof it there or you get uh, in the ride with the wife? No. Or... No. Uh, no, we're one. We're one family vehicle at the moment, so we are. We're hurting. Uber's been doing pretty good this week. Though. Oh, I got you. I mean, you, you can always work for a ride too. Oh, yeah. Uber's been doing pretty good this week, though. <laughs> you put out, you get well, out. That kind of thing. <laughs> on, on top of the car, I woke up Monday to. It looked like I had gone three rounds with Tyson. My right eye was swelled shut. Yeah, and I see that. Now. You were talking about that. It is a little uh, Yeah, a little it's red a little still. puffy still. It's still a little puffy. So I woke up. up Monday and, well, she listens, so I don't want to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't, you know, I, I'm guessing it was a sty. I had had a problem with that eye before. Hot compressed it. It went away. Blah, blah, blah. I, just a real old manish story. I guess I'm at that age now where weird shit starts happening. Oh, yeah. So I woke up. The eye was swelled shut. And my insurance, I've never had it before, but I have Teladoc now. That's the big thing now with the COVID wave. Everybody's yes. Teladoc and everything. Oh, yes. So I teledocked and got some, I thought it was going to be drops, but it's an ointment, which is super awkward because you have to actually like pull the eyelid back and put this ointment across the eye. It's I'm done. To, I'm done. No, I can't, no, can't do it. No. <laughs> Damn. But I will say 
in 24 hours time it's just about I, but same thing it see i don't know if it's the pressure of sleeping like it, it it just gives it a chance to inflame again or whatever but same thing this morning i woke up it was puffy again so teledoc round two extended to no today and we're good it's like when when when, when you get older just just shit just starts growing out of you and like yeah the hell is that for like like all of a sudden a hair grows out of my forehead that's like six inches long like where where did you come from? Yeah, I'll take oh, a puffy eye. I'm the only one. <laughs> my oldest has recently asked me why I have hair in my ears now. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's always so, fun. Well, when why I, do you I, have I, hair there? <laughs> uh, I go to the barber. You know, well, it's been a few months, but when I used to go to the barber, uh, yeah, whenever he used to, you know, be trimming me, and he'd give a little trim of my ears, and an inside part of me would just die. I'd be like, it's, that, that's it, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, see, I like that. I feel like I'm getting a little extra bang for my buck. Well, you yeah, are, but you it, need to. It's, it's like the fact that you need it is depressing. It happens, Steve. I know. You don't want to go out looking like Mr. Potato Head either. Maybe I do. I don't You don't know me. <laughs> okay, Spud. There you go. So, uh, there you go. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, there's, they, we launched some stuff in space this week. America. We did, dude. Elon Musk is that dude. He is. He is. How close are we to uh, moon traveling now? That's what I want to know. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, it, the, so we, the kids and I watched it. I, you know, afterwards, someone was kind of like, "Why did you watch that? We've gone to space a lot." Eh. And I agree with that point. It was probably just we watched it because there's literally nothing else going on, right? <laughs> <laughs> But the kids were real, really into yeah, it. I was just going to uh, say, how many times yeah. have your kids... I don't think the kids have ever First, been able to watch one, right? The last, no, the, the last time people went in space was nine years ago. So my oldest was two, you know? Yeah. I beg to differ. I've touched clouds a few times, but we'll uh, leave that for another oh, segment. Well, shit. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I mean, hey, I, I, I'm old enough to remember Challenger and all that stuff, man. So yeah. to, see, to see it happen, man... Godspeed. Gotta love yeah. it. So, uh, yeah, Steve, was what was Buzz Aldrin like in elementary school? He was a wonderful man. Thank you. I heard he bullied you. He did. He stuffed me in a locker. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to walk on the moon someday. You get in that locker. And I'm like, yes, sir, Mr. Aldrin. Oh, you're an easy target when you got six inch hairs coming out of your forehead. <laughs> well, I'm not as a old. kid. Come on, man. I can <laughs> later in life thing but uh we'll make that a quick topic because uh we have other things to talk we have good nonsense to talk about we were talking about meatballs talking about cooking we were going to get off into a cooking debate this week were we not charcoal propane that kind of thing yeah i mean, well, we wanna... I mean as we're hitting the warm weather people are lighting up those barbecues right yeah have you have you are you barbecued yet at the new place so what was ironic was right before, like literally a week before we moved, my, my neighbor in Sheltonham, a new neighbor, just moved in like two months ago. <clears throat> He's going to knock on my door as I'm loading up the car. So he knocks on the door and I'm like, hey, what's up? And we were talking and I was like, yeah, you know, packing for the move. And he's like, oh, I was just going to invite you to a barbecue. <laughs> so we yeah. on Saturday, we kind of did like uh, three of us on the block. Um, like one brought like beer, one brought like, uh, like pasta salad, potato salad, whatever. And then I made burgers and dogs. So mm. we, we grilled just this past weekend. Store mm -hmm. made or what? First of all, 
I should. The only thing Storm made was a hot dogs because <laughs> just had to test you, gangster. Dude, burgers, <laughs> burgers are always homemade, homie. Gotcha. I, I don't. You share the recipe? I, I mean, it's simple. It's just like it's it's. I can't tell you like the the amounts because I ball it, you know. But it's just ground meat, Italian dressing, eggs, mozzarella cheese, or cheddar cheese, depending on what I feel like. Italian uh, dressing, huh? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Inside huh? the burger, like you, yeah. you throw it in the meat. I mix it all up and then I, you know, I put it in the freezer for a little bit just so it solidifies because it's a lot of liquid. So it's it's like not really together. You freeze it for a little bit just to get it like like I said hardened and then put it on the grill. Wow. Oh man, I'm Steve. I'm, I'm, I'm Steve, right where where are you heading? What? Where am I where's heading? Your, where's your burger? What do you got in it? What do I got it. I, I do more of the dry seasoning. Like I'll throw in, uh, you know, your garlic powder, your onion powder, uh, a little Paul Prudhomme seasoning. I'm, I'm big on Paul Prudhomme seasonings. Yeah, you know, he's got like six or seven of them, but uh, I choose the one that, that seems to be perfect for steak, and I throw it in the middle, kind of a blackened feel, and just kind of mix that into the meat. Nice. That's the way I go. You got one? What about one? you, Hitman? What about you? It's Hitman? none of your business. Oh! Damn. <laughs> we all no, got we, secrets. <laughs> no, I Hitman like to still do. have secrets. <laughs> it depends on what we're doing. I'm not even going to lie to you. Sometimes if we're in a, in a pinch, I might just throw some pre-made patties out there. I'm not going to lie, bro. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Bubba Burgers rock. Have you ever had? Bubba's aren't bad. Bubba's are good. Dude, I feel like they are false advertisement. Okay, come at this me, bro. This isn't in today's world. Because, well, uh, this podcast, it's perfect in every way, God damn it. Yeah, we, don't, <laughs> talk, we don't leave anything to the imagination. <laughs> no, but like, so like, like my dad will get the bubble burger sometimes. And like when you open the package, they're like the size of like a Frisbee. They're giant. And then by the time they cook and all the fat drip, because there's like so much grease and fat in those things. Yeah. It, when they're done cooking, they're like half the size. Rumor has it he's more into Bubba's wieners, though. Jeez. Uh, I will neither Jeez. confirm nor deny the statement. <laughs> <laughs> derailed, derailed, yeah. derailed. Oh. Nah, so I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I probably made prepackaged burgers once in my life for some reason or another, but I, I feel like, like burgers are really easy to make homemade, right? Yeah. You know, it's not I'm gonna have to try the Italian dressing thing, man. I've never yeah, done that. that. Yeah. That's got me intrigued. On next week's pod, I'll tell you the secret to my meatballs because that yeah. will blow your mind. Hey, I, I, you know what? We could compare some meatball recipes because I will come at you with my grandmother's meatballs. I've she, never had your grandmother's balls before. No, you haven't. And then, damn it, no one has. Father, if she's bringing <laughs> balls over. So. Hey, you know, pop, pop, forgive them. They know not what they say. Uh, <laughs> we know exactly <laughs> what we say, okay? <laughs> Look, I got a 90-year-old grandmother. She grew up Irish and Italian, but she got that Italian side to her. She learned how to make the perfect meatball. She made them for us growing up every Christmas Eve, and I did get the recipe off her one day. I, I sat nice. her down, and I wrote it down. So I, was gonna, I will put my meatball recipe up against yours at least, and we'll let Pittman be the judge. Like you which to one? Virginia to actually do that, though. You're going to ship meatballs down well, to no, me? No, no, well, I would. But uh, can't drive here right now. We could we could freeze there. No, I mean we'll we'll go off of uh, you know you'll hear the recipe and say which ones would you go for. 
Unless we wind we up having the exact same recipe, in which case, you know, it's it's a loss. You um, might find out your grandmother is his grandmother. We all got secrets. Oh, no. <laughs> bro, <laughs> long yeah. lost brother I never wanted. But anyway, <laughs> R.I.P. Mace. That's <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, that's uh, all right. Next week on We All Got Secrets, the Meatball War, Part One. So I will, uh, I will throw out there that this week I bought a griddle. Our friend Brad inspired me. But it's one of them grill-top griddles that you just buy and just put it on top of the griddle. Yeah, on top yeah. of the grill. And it's already it's, gotten some work from what I've seen. It's gotten at least two, two meals out of it. Uh, you know, yeah, I spent time seasoning it, which you have to basically heat it up with the oil, and, and then it just turns black. Now, what it's, kind of what oil did you use to season it with? Canola. Okay. Because that has the, uh, they said, the higher smoke point. But it was a stainless steel grill. Griddle. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What is the smoke point? I, you know, that's evaporation, basically. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what it means, but I read it on, uh, you know, on the thing that Wikipedia, I googled. So it must be yeah. true. It's got to exactly. be true. It was, on it was the an internet. internet thing. They said use canola oil, so it has a higher, because it has a higher smoke point. I'm like, okay, I don't know what that means, but you told Our me seven inches well, in two weeks. Click. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah, I so yeah, I have already rocked. Well, we did breakfast for dinner. That thing makes bacon like a motherfucker. Oh. Breakfast for dinner is always a hit. It is. It was this time. First time I really have ever done it for the family. You know, my my, now, my son's mind was blown. Did you try pancakes on there? Not yet. That's that. That's a weekend thing. I think. I think probably this weekend. Okay. But we did uh, eggs. I did did some uh, home fries. Chopped them up myself. And you know, I'll tell you what. It's like I'm I'm picky with home fries when I go to a diner, like them a certain way. But now I, you know, coming off the griddle, they're perfect. Little Italian dressing in there? No, but I I should try. On just straight onions and the Paul, I did throw the Paul Perdome in the uh, home fries, the vegetable Paul Perdome. Dude, dude, you're like this guy should sponsor our show and how much you've talked about it. Seriously? Well, well he's Seriously. dead, but uh, you know Paul Perdome sponsor. He's got you know who Paul Perdome's going. I'm the only one who knows Paul Perdome. I don't Here? know what El Palperdome is. Well, okay. I don't even. I, I couldn't afford to shop in that aisle, Steve. I know Thunderdome. Uh, well, the, uh, Jesus. Okay, so Paul Thunderdome Perdome. with the meatballs, bitches. Two men enter, one man leaves. <laughs> <laughs> we don't say bitches on the show anymore, Pittman. No, no. Oh, I got the feedback. We say c words. That's what we do. Uh, cookies. Anyway, so no. Paul Perdome was a world-renowned New Orleans chef, up there with like Emerald. Right, man. Well, uh, I've heard of Emerald. I've never heard of this guy. So it must be a real small world. Two things. Well, two things you need to know about Paul Perdome is he looked exactly like Dom DeLuise. Now, if you don't know who Dom DeLuise is, I'm leaving the podcast. World-renowned actor. There you go. So, spitting image of him. He had a restaurant in New Orleans called K Paul's, and he's, when I he when I went, his last name weird. P-R-U-D-H-O-M-M-E. I'm, right? I'm looking at him right now. Yes. So I, when I went to New Orleans uh, for our 10th anniversary, I made a reservation at K-Paul's, and it was like meal of a lifetime for me. Just absolutely amazing, amazing food. And after that, I'm like, I'm just, I want to find this guy's stuff because he has all these seasonings, and I just buy nothing but his seasonings. And Now, and this was they, big, Steve, so you could enjoy a meal back then. Yes. Oh, oh, I, I threw down. I mean, appetizer. Full-on meal, jambalaya, oysters, uh, oh, God, 
redfish, uh, bread pudding for dessert. I mean, I the, the, how like, is like, redfish? I've never had it. Very good, very good. You know, they just uh, I don't know. It's 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 not that. I don't think it's that exotic. Like it doesn't have a unique taste, but it's just one of those fishes that grows up just right, kind of in the in the catfish realm. Gotcha. Yeah, catfish is big where I'm at now. They're oh, big yeah. on oysters. First time I ever had oysters was down here in Virginia. I'm not a big fan, but they seem yeah, to be a I'll super popular thing down raw, here. Raw, I can't do, but in New Orleans... I see, I don't I, do raw. They they were like fried or whatever up here. They, they're big on frying everything where I'm yeah. at. Fried, I can do. They had grilled oysters in New Orleans, and they were really good. Okay. That, those were the best. So, yeah, ever since then, that's like that's my seasoning go-to. You know, there's the, he has the vegetable one, he has the pork one, he has the meat one. So I, I throw it in as, uh, as warranted. Now the where second, do you acquire, where do you acquire this? Season? I, I, well, I got some on Amazon, but they do have some in the, uh, in supermarkets. Okay. Uh, but I just rocked, I just, you know, they don't have every kind on the supermarket. So I just go on Amazon. They just do like a bulk pack. I can they it. deliver right to Steve's deck. There you go. That's elitist, man. Springfield elitist. Get those seasonings right to my deck. <laughs> and I'm griddling on my deck. Thank you. Second meal was pretty good. I went pierogies, pierogies and kibasa. On the griddle. Pierogies on the grill? On the griddle. Oh, hell yeah. Steve, you're a maniac. You oil up the griddle and they just, oh, with the onions, they were perfect. And then you mix the kibasa in. You got to do it. So you say kibasa. Uh, kibasa. Yeah, you don't do that. I, don't. I say kibasa. You know, and that that may be a PA thing because a lot of the people around me, like my family, grew up saying kibasi. We're not. We kibasi. were not Polish either, kibasi, so I don't know. Dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. Right. <laughs> tiebreaker right here. Sorry, Sound, Mike. Uh, tiebreaker. Two to one. God damn it. <laughs> Happy, we live in a democracy. It's kibasi today. Do we got to get fact checked on that? Pass the kibasi. Know, Kabasi <laughs> <laughs> on the deck. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised that you're surprised that I went griddle on the pierogies. I've only, I don't, even I just didn't know it was possible. I don't eat pierogies, but Jesus. I've only seen them like boil. Well, I mean, like this this week's surprise, Mike doesn't eat something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, we have it now. That's it. This is the, uh, we're asking you to challenge us with the unpopular opinion and we may have it. This week is pierogies. Uh, and my wife loves them, but uh, I, don't, I don't mess with them. Uh, where do you get your kibasa from? Just well, kind of, like, this was just the supermarket one, although uh, it was this, a friend of mine brought the pierogies up from a place called Delaware Provisions. It's okay. a Polish place with a very boring name in Wilmington, but man, they make they make some good ones. And you know, every now and then, I like to go up into uh, you know the, the the neighborhood up in Philly. That's the heavy Polish one. Port yeah, I was just going to Richmond. Richmond yeah. yeah, and then oh, have you ever had the cheesesteak pierogies from that place? Uh, not from Shares? Yes, bro. I have not yet, but that may oh, I mean legendary. Now, in my new world, I can maybe handle a pierogi like that, but one... And you know what? It's worth it, though. I would that push would be it, worth too, it. and if you die, then it would be a sweet ride, Steve. Hell yeah. There's, there's places that make kielbasa cheesesteaks, too. Yeah? Yeah, but that's not... That's like going to Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> well, would see... you get a Wawa cheesesteak before you would get a kielbasa cheesesteak? Now, wait, I have to... No. I have... 
I have to interject here. When they say kielbasa cheesesteak, are they putting kielbasa mixing it in with the beef cheesesteak? No, no. You just instead of chopping up beefsteak, you're chopping up kielbasa. Well, I mean, that's not a cheesesteak. Like kielbasa. It's like chunks or cubes. No, I mean, it's gimmicky, but it is. It's you know whatever. It's good. Because they got it at the, they got it at the ballpark. The ball pierogies, bro. You don't know what's good. That's. <laughs> I, I can't I argue that logic. I know good stuff. I just maybe don't like as many good You're stuff just as people. Shitty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got this big on Doritos. That's it. <laughs> Man. Too many apples. Funyuns. <laughs> oh. Funyuns. That's, that's an underrated snack there. Oh, yeah. Like they're I, like, I, they're, they're low-key like the Munchos, bro. Munchos chips. Munchos okay. chips. They, I know Steve, those. Come on. I know of the, I know of the munchos. Okay. They're, you they're not Pringles. Just but... you out. Steve, you ain't never been to, you ain't never had bodega chips, Steve. <laughs> don't tell me where I've been. Steve, straight hey, off the top. Don't you tell you... me where I've been. Stay straight off the top, Steve. Name your favorite rap snack chips. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a day soda? No, I have not had uh, a day's soda. I have uh, had an a. I have had an a treat. That's got to count. Steve, when you've gone to a store and bought three sodas and four bags of chips and got changed from a dollar, you experienced <laughs> the bodega. Did they have Frank's? That's what it, the Frank no, soda. Days is the hood soda. I know the day's soda or a treat. ginger ale in the middle of summer. Oh my God, Steve. Uh, no I, shoes, broken glass, streets <laughs> of Philly. It doesn't get any more authentic. Like I felt so when I taught in North Philly, I'd feel bad because like my students would try to be nice and they'd bring me like a soda once in a while. And like, oh, Mr. Mike, here's a pineapple soda. I'm like, uh, thanks. Here's some, here's some bubble cola. <laughs> no, I'm trying I'm to like, think I, what I have. I drink it because the gesture is nice, but uh, that wasn't for me. I gotta think a treat has to be in that realm, though, isn't it? You know what you I'm talking about. You can't force your way into this, Steve. Either oh, I hood, see. Either you're hood or you're not. Well, I'm not totally hood, but I have visited a bodega in my life. <laughs> but I, I was going there for something else, okay. probably. Steve, here's the deciding factor. Okay. okay. The glass at the front counter of the bodega you claim to have visited. How thick was it? <laughs> Uh, if a bullet could get through, it was not a bodega. About an inch and a half. That's on the fringe. We may have to go to judge's ruling for that. <laughs> so, so my best friend growing up uh, literally grew up four blocks from the L in Kensington. Mm. Right, the L for those who don't know is uh, is like an above ground subway that runs from like northeast Philly downtown. In case so, you don't know, L stands for luxury because that's what kind of ride it is. <laughs> Either luxury or elevated train. Not sure which one it is. <laughs> so one night we're like, I guess we're 21, 22. He's like, I'm going to take you down to a bar down the old neighborhood, right? So he takes me to this bar, like dead, dead heat of Kensington, um, right under the L. I, I walk in. And like you, when you walk in a bar, bartender's like, what do you want? You always say, well, what do you got on tap? Or what do you got, right? So the bartender's like, what do you have? And I'm like, well, what do you got? And he's like, uh, we got Bud. Right? And <laughs> it just stops. And I got to look at his core. I'm like, I think I see a Michelob Ultra in there. Can I get that? Oh, <laughs> my, bro- my, my buddy was so embarrassed. Jesus. He's like, you can't come in Kensington bars asking for stuff. 
damn, man. That's I'm, em- I'm embarrassed. And I'm the elitist. Yeah. The hell? Steve would ask for a mimosa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You got a white temple, please. You got you got a white claw. That's it. How, how's your whiskey sour? That's <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, we I don't know that we actually went off on charcoal versus propane itself. So that's a pretty easy uh, call as far as flavor. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, in my in my busy busy life, I don't have time for flavor. And, right. And pro propane, you know, lights up super quick. Sure. It's hot enough in five minutes and you can go. So, yeah, uh, I'm pretty much team propane. But uh, in our new house here, there's a built into the house charcoal grill. Whoa, Elitist 2.0. There you go. I don't even have that on my deck. Now, when I use that, should I cook with my pinky out? Is that how that works? Pinky's always out, bro. Okay. And sideways for the kill shot. <laughs> so, oh, so so we discussed the meat party before in a previous podcast, right? I believe so. I yes. don't know what podcast you were on for that. <laughs> with the, with Dude, the you're the shirtless one right now. Don't be talking. <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm seeing way too much shoulder on this. Yeah, I saw oh, that, bro. man. Dog. No, I told you about that Brazilian chef who comes and like cooks for like ten hours. Oh yeah. So he, uh, we're gonna get him to come here at some point, and we're gonna have ten hours of meat off of that charcoal grill out there. Dude, and then you'll let be, me know. And then you'll be wishing you were at that. I know you want to mock the meat party, and now you want to be at. The I'm meat gonna party. at your mother-in-law. Just <laughs> <laughs> still at my meat. That's <laughs> all. Yes. <laughs> so Steve, to answer yeah. your question, I'm, I'm please. Okay. Sure, but you know, at least you acknowledge the charcoal's got the flavor. Oh, absolutely. I mean, how can you not acknowledge that, right? Right, right. No, yeah. I mean, you got to commit to charcoal. Yeah, I don't understand how people smoke things. Oh, like, they yes, light them and t- they inhale. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing is when he says that doesn't even crack a smile when he. Says no, that. it's it was it was it was natural. So matter of fact, <laughs> no, but like, like I mean, no wrong. It tastes really good when you smoke something, but it takes like fourteen hours to smoke some things. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't. Really, this is the thing. It's just to aid the propane thing. It's like we're a society of instant glorification now, right? We don't want to wait for anything. No, I don't want to wait forty minutes for the coals to be ready. I don't want to wait three days to smoke a fucking two ounce piece of meat that it's going to yeah. take thirty seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. don't yeah. get me wrong. Now the flavor is delicious. I've I have a smoker. And I got a, a couple buddies that are real big into it, and the aftermath of it is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do it, I will come over and eat it. Oh yeah. Like I said, one a couple years back, my father-in-law, uh, we would go out there for Christmas, and he did. He injected a ham with Captain Morgan. Okay. Oh. And had that stacked over top of a turkey in a smoker, so that all that goodness dripped right down oh. into that. Thing. Yeah. Bro, yeah. it was it was by far the best meal I've ever had. That ter- like I've had the deep fried turkey and all that. That smoked turkey with all whatever goodness dripped from the heavens into oh, it. Yeah. Oh. oh, dude, it was phenomenal. And, and my, it was my... even better that it didn't take forty eight hours for me to have to deal with that shit. There I showed go. up, and it, and went right. on. Right, right. My my old fat guy is like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Steve, no. Steve, we keep talking food on this podcast. Fat Steve's coming back. I, I, it might. 
It might. I, I might bust my pouch open with this stuff. My God. <laughs> That's what yeah. she said. Hey! But yeah, I mean, the, the, it's the great thing about my new life. It's like I could still handle a little bit of this, just a little bit. You know, give me a taste. I'm good. What is good. great about that? What is great about that? Dude, I'm 130 pounds lighter and I can yeah. walk again. That's what's I'm great gonna, about it. I'm going to die happy. Boom. No, sure. <laughs> <laughs> If I want a steak stromboli, I'm going to eat a steak stromboli. So am I, just like three bites. (laughs) (laughs) But I can have a pierogi. Pathetic. I know. Deep down, I am pathetic. Who's more pathetic, Steve eating one pierogi or me having never eaten a pierogi? See, Steve. Oh, okay. Dang. And here's the thing. Steve knows what he's missing because he's had 30 or 40 in a sitting, and now he's down to one. He's got a point. Whereas you've never divulged and, and just gone head on into a pile of cheesesteak pierogies until you couldn't. He's, so he's got a che- point. What is a cheesesteak pierogi? Bro, like, what is a cheesesteak? It's like a cheesesteak stromboli, like, but polish, basically. No doubt about it. You would. If you went down to that place and you got a batch of those, I guarantee you, you'd be on board. From Port Richmond, you would absolutely love a cheesesteak pierogi. I would yeah. buy the pierogies. I would take us down there just for that experiment. You won't do it. What? Why won't I do it? Because I'm just trying to get you to do it. So like, That's it. We, all, <laughs> we all got secrets. Go fund me. We're, we're, we're going to raise go pierogi money. That's it. You know what? Steve, here's what we can do. We can find a day mm-hmm. and, and, we'll, and we'll go get cheesesteak pierogies. Yes. And then we'll go to, to Cedar Point for the vegan and the real wings. I'm in. I'm in. And we'll Facebook Damn it. Live. Why did we start this pod after I moved? This we don't really like you. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> we just use you for your pot references. Yeah, that's nice. it. It's perfect. <laughs> I will say this, though. In my new life, I have been able to handle a cheesesteak egg roll. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Slow down. Uh, a cheesesteak egg sound up and going, because that would have been a perfect time for applause right there. That's <laughs> <laughs> now, we have favor of the... Are we in favor of cheesesteak egg rolls? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As long as there's no onions, it, I'm, I'm on board. It's got to be from the right place, too, though. Chi- I'm super picky with my Chinese, which I assume everyone is. Everyone has, like, their yeah. Chinese spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, it's going in to be inside you for a half hour, so you want to enjoy that half hour. Well, that's what she said. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, by the way, here, no, here's the cheesesteak egg rolls, though, that, that crosses out of the Chinese realm, although some Chinese places have it, obviously. But that was started in, like, reg- regular restaurants. Says who, Steve? Cite your sources. Yeah, Google Look, that right now. Listen, like, you can fact check this your all fancy you want. Spices, Steve. You're going to have the to work place, for this. The place that originated it in Philadelphia was the Continental. I know this because I had them there, and I looked this shit up. Oh, so because you had it there, they had it first. I looked it up. I, well, they claim to be the originators. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't th- I, like. I don't think Chinese restaurants were saying, "Let's make cheesesteak egg rolls." Somebody else made it, and then they said, "That's a good idea. We'll do it too." This is America, bro. That's what we do. Somebody That's else it. makes it, we take it. Look, we ruin sushi in this country. You know. We, we turn it into something that's not, which, by the way, I still eat. I eat, I eat all of it because it's wonderful. Sushi ruined itself, bro. The premise of taking raw fish and stuffing it down your throat. 
No, I can't. I can't buy right. into this. So this is where I fight. Philly Mag <laughs> has an article called "Who the Hell Invented Cheesesteak Egg Rolls." Look at this. He's fact checking in a moment. This is hey, this is clutch. Dude, well, now I got real the time. Computer, I got the computer in front of me. We are next level now. Oh, this is it. Fire. If only the micro. <laughs> If only the microphone actually got delivered on time, but okay. that's another argument. So tell so, me. Per this, D- David Jansen, former chef de cuisine from the former Four Seasons, says it originated there in the mid-1990s. I knew it was a Philadelphia thing, though. Well, it's a cheesesteak. No shit. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> yeah, You'll get you bonus points for that. Did you ever hear the Liberty Bell? I'm pretty sure the Liberty Bell is a Philadelphia thing, too. <laughs> Well, no one's stuffing the Liberty Bell in an egg roll for crying out loud. <laughs> an egg roll, a, a Liberty Bell shaped egg roll, though. I'm in. I'm just You're saying. You're onto something. Liberty I, Bell shaped pierogies, maybe. Oh, Probably I'm easier. totally in. Probably. I, yeah, but could you eat a whole Liberty Bell shaped pierogi, Steve? That's the d- thing. Depends on if it's a mini Liberty Bell or if it's a big Liberty Bell. You have to stop at the crack. <laughs> That's what she said. Hey, crack kills. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were going to get into a cheesesteak debate. Does this feel right? What is I feel it like, like what, we I, just hit the tip. Yeah. yeah uh, just the just tip. Just the tip. Hey. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Is this, is this the week to do the cheesesteak debate? Uh, we can. Why not? I mean, we already started where we've dabbled in the egg rolls. Is, is it even a debate? Well, in your, we've had these debates offline, and we know what the debates have been. Well, there are certain. Well, here's what's going to happen. I'm just going to go full fledged right into this thing, and I'm going to say John's is number one. Yes, we Uh, are unquestioned. Unquestioned number one across the board. John's roast pork. Obviously, Wawa comes in at two. Subway three. And that's, Pop- this week's, and that's this week's pod. You guys have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Unpopular opinions, yeah. Quiznoses, too. That's, yeah, two is where we hit the sticking points. Yeah, Sandros. I, I don't even think two's up for debate. Phillips on Pash Young Cav. I have Phillips three. I don't, I don't like this, these discussions because so many people don't know about Phillips. I've never been behind more than one person at Phillips. Never. So like, I don't like telling people about it because like eventually people will start going and be like, oh shoot, this is the second best cheesesteak in Philly. People know because they they've been in articles now. And Philadelphia Magazine had. I'm them. still like not that I go often, but when I go, there's never a line, never ever well, ever a line. But they're 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 not widely known as a number one. They're a under they're still under the radar. Although people in the know have read about them in in certain yeah. publications. Like I know what the old fashioned is. Then that's. That's a debate I've been having with others. What goes on the cheesesteak? Because the old-fashioned actually breaks some rules. Because they put the tomatoes on them. Yeah, I mean, I, Long hots. If, if I'm going cheesesteak, I'm going mushroom provolone. Okay. That, that, that's, that's solid to me. But yeah. I mean, that's fair. Now, here's, a, here's something to throw out there. You know why I go mushroom provolone? Why is that? Because I'm a fun guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a knee slapper for you right there, Steve. Mm, that's a level over nine thousand right now, bro. Yeah, I, I'd like to slap something right now. <laughs> so I mean, but, we already established you can't beat Mike's mates. That's <laughs> it. So, but I have had this debate recently on Facebook. Uh, the cheesesteak hoagie, real or an abomination? 
I don't think it like looks enjoyable. Okay. I, uh, like for, for 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 the benefit of our friends in Serbia, the cheese the cheesesteak hoagie would be a Philly cheesesteak with uh, hoagie like lettuce and tomato on top. For those who don't know, right? So there are a lot of people. Cold. Yeah, it's Weird. like the the old McDLT, but they just put it all together. The McDLT. Oh, I went there. You remember hot side, hot cool side, cool? That's before my time, Steve. Uh, see, that's. Be- have you ever had McD's? McD. <laughs> Almost got him. Almost got him. Had I not a snickered, he'd have killed himself. <laughs> Jesus. Steve, that snicker kept you alive. You owe me one. I'm going to say it anyway for my nephew who's listening right Do now. Do it. D- these nuts. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> got him. <laughs> what the hell oh, are we talking about? So, you know. There are people out there that think that's a straight up abomination. But yeah, Phillips, I, mean, I don't think it's an abomination. I just don't think it. Like I don't know. It doesn't sound enjoyable to me. Right, Pittman. It sounds like Pittman likes it though. Uh, I don't know. This is a tough one. It's kind of like LeBron Jordan. Everyone knows LeBron's number one, and then whatever it's after up. that, you gotta go there. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> at me. Y'all know where we're at on Facebook. Come find me. <laughs> But and I bring that up because Phillips does the old fashioned with long hots and tomatoes, vine ripened grilled tomatoes. They put right on the steak, and it's amazing. Have you had? This is the I thing for me, right? This is this is why I stop after after John's at one, because for me at that point you could pretty much plug and play all the others in those other spots. John's mm-hmm. to me is so far out and ahead at number one; it doesn't really matter. I mean, they are the first time I had them. They changed my whole view on the sandwich. I'm I, just glad because like Pittman's not your typical Jersey head because typical Jersey people always got to throw that donkeys out there, which isn't even a real cheesesteak. But it's an amazing sandwich. Donkeys is a good sandwich. It's dude. a it damn. Prob- good it probably sandwich. is, but it's not a cheesesteak. You have not had it. It no. is a diff- It is a different experience. It's, it's like a different a poppy roll or something. What the hell are you but, doing? Well, it's a harder poppy roll, and they fla- the meat's flavored a little bit differently. But, I, my God, they put something in it. really was an experience. And it just hits different, bro. I think the Gold- didn't the Goldberg show do an episode on yes. it? Yes. Yes, they, they mentioned donkeys by name. And it was also, that was the Anthony Bourdain thing. Anthony Bourdain said it was the best cheesesteak he ever had. Yeah, how'd that work out for him? Well, yeah. you know, don't don't come on, Bourdain, man. That's my heart. That's my heart, man. I love him. I'm a Bourdain guy. But uh, there's also another place in Jersey I give an honorable mention to, Gatanos. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of them. The name. So they they came over here, but my understanding is it was not as good when they came over here. They they were not. not they were not successful in Philly. They opened like three or four, and they all failed. Okay. But, Somebody from Jersey told me that it was not comparable. So I've never had Gatanos from Jersey. Jersey Gatanos is, is pretty good. And they got they do a variety of different they got like my wife's a big fan. They do this one called the uh actually I think it's called the Jersey. It's got like potatoes and A one. It's a different spin. They got like a couple different ones, but she's a big fan of that. But their okay. sandwich the key I, and I try to explain this to everyone, the key is the roll, man. Yeah. A good roll makes or breaks a sandwich. Totally. Yeah, I mean, with with any sandwich, right? Not just a cheesesteak. Like, 
like you know, twenty years ago we thought Amoroso was a good role. Now I'm like offended. You give me Amoroso, you know? Right. Not wrong. Look, you know, like Pittman now, and you know, spending time in Virginia. I spent six years of my life up in Boston, and man, I had to teach them. Whoever I came across is like, no, nah, this this ain't gonna work. They always this, put on sourdough. It was like, dude, chill with the freaking sourdough. Uh, well, they don't do that in Boston. They probably do that in California. I haven't. Dude, seen I'm it still just working on people down here to call it the right goddamn thing because well, yeah. everybody down here calls it a steak and cheese sub, or it's or that's a Boston. I, it, yep, they do it the too. Thing. And I try to explain this to everyone: when you have to go out of your way to tell me that it is a Philly cheesesteak, it's, it's not, not a Philly cheesesteak. Right. Exactly. Now, and and I'll share the the big thing up in uh, the Boston area. They they have sandwiches they call steak bombs. And the big thing with that is they load it up with peppers, and one of the peppers is green peppers. Okay. Stun silence. Is that stun silence or just indifferent silence? Uh, I, I A bit of both, this. to be honest <laughs> with you, Steve. I was kind of trying to figure out where the story was going. I just went, I wanted to throw green peppers on a cheesesteak and see if there was a reaction, but there was no reaction. So that was like. Sounds eh. like everything good peaked at that tea party, to be honest with you. Well, because, like, Possibly. Because green peppers is the genetic, right? Like Subway has green peppers and onions on it. Like, yes. like that again. You're to, to Pittman's point where if they say Philly cheesesteak and ain't a cheesesteak, if there's green peppers on there, you know, you already know at that point you're not getting a good cheesesteak. Right, right. It's not even. I just and don't I'm, understand where people came up with the notion that half these things that are on a Philly cheesesteak by their accord are actually on one of those steaks because no. nine out of ten times I've had none of those components on an actual like, cheesesteak. Some guy from like Doylestown moved somewhere else and thought he was ahead of the curve. <laughs> oh. Now, this is an interesting debate because there is, I would say, a heavy segment out there that I've seen that believes peppers ha- should have nothing to do with a cheesesteak, any kind of peppers. Meanwhile, a lot of the Philly cheesesteak places do offer you peppers on the side. Like you can pull the peppers out of the bin, the red peppers. Where do we I stand? Think, I think long hots are acceptable. Okay. I do too. I, I don't eat them, but I think it's acceptable. Long hot sweet peppers? Uh, I mean, people do it, but I think it's weird. I used mm. to work for like uh, a, a place that was cousins with Tony Luke. So like I, I was, you know, working with people in the biz. And like, yeah. like, mm. like we made fun of people when they got some of these condiments on them. Um, oh. You like mock people you, for their cheesesteak choices? Yeah, big time. Wow. Okay. Like if you, even just simple as getting ketchup on there, like sometimes we would try to talk them out of it. You know, and that's where uh, a, a specific friend of ours and I fight because I'm a ketchup guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you right now, like, so when we worked at this restaurant, like, if you came in and asked for ketchup, mayonnaise, whatever the hell you were getting on there, like, we made fun of you, like, as mm. soon as you walked away from the counter, like, so, Steve, I probably made fun of you at some point in your life. Well, Dude, I'm as long as you don't loogie in my shit, I could care less. But I'm eating <laughs> what I'm eating. <laughs> but they, so the ketchup thing, then this is, well, you know, the, the where I'm going to go with the argument here. This guy, Brad, that says ketchup is unacceptable, will then turn around and put tomato sauce on it. Well, it's a pizza steak. That's different. But, but it wasn't a full pizza steak because I don't think he went mozzarella. Provolone is also acceptable for. Yeah, I think he tends to go for Monda. Oh, (laughs) I got it. I got a great great for Monda story. 
Oh, that no good, no good story. I don't think I've ever heard a story begin this way. Go ahead. And it's the perfect way to tell it because I just moved here. Okay. So um, we were playing Kings. I think it was Kings. You ever played Kings, the drinking game Kings? I'm not aware. All right. So it's a game with a cup in the middle and every card is a category, right? Um, so like Jack is categories, Queen is questions. Like the, all the cards mean something, right? Okay. So, so we're doing categories and we're doing types cheese. Um, and I'm not going to say who, so I'll embarrass them, but somebody I recently moved in with uh, started, started yelling repeatedly for Monday cheese as a type of cheese in the category. And it was like the funniest thing ever. I'm like, whoa, what do you, what do you know about for Monday cheese? <laughs> oh, they were not aware of what it was? Yeah. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Very much aware. Very, Very much, much aware. aware. They were just going with it. I love it. Just out of the target demographic for for Monday cheese. That is awesome. <laughs> and yeah, I, we, know that, I know that my wife will be hysterical when she hears me talk about this. So they, that's good. Wow. That, talk about a derailment. We were talking cheesesteaks and we went to Fermunda. Yeah. That's a good one. Can we all agree that Fermunda does not belong on a cheesesteak? No, not well, well, I, that is that is unanimous that is unanimous so so we but i was gonna say pizza steaks are acceptable in our worlds yeah i mean i'll, I'll eat pizza like i so i typically go pizza steak if i'm getting the steak from like a sub like a pizza place a subpar place right yeah where it's like, I right, we know this place isn't pushing out even a B cheesesteak, so let's you can mask bit. it with the sauce, right? Right, bingo, bingo. And I will say, you know, Delco, I do that a lot because you yeah. know Delco steaks are what they are. But you, you go the pizza route, that does take I mean, them up a notch. You can't tell me I live in North Phil- Northeast Philly, Sheltonham, and Lower Moreland. You know, yeah, Dude, outside I'm in of Virginia, you know it, yeah, you know it, right. And when I went up to Boston, I used to teach places how to make the pizza steak if I went there because they had no clothes. So I would tell them, you know, and I and I worked in a pizza shop, so I had my technique. You know, you got to mix the sauce in with the beef, you know, get it good and mixed on the grill, mozzarella cheese on the bottom, sauce, you know, the, the sauce and the steak and then provolone on the top and then hit it in the oven to melt it. OK, that's how so- I went. So what I hear is he's making us pizza steaks on this griddle sometimes. That's what it sounds I, like. You're in. Uh, you know what? When I was in Boston, uh, this was my thing. We used to have Super Bowl parties at my house. I would make pizza steaks for everyone. The best, with the best things that I could find in Boston as far Who as... Who were you rooting for at those parties, Steve? Well, I will admit... Boston the, for a friend. Well, the one, I was up there the one year that the Patriots won the first one. So, yeah, that was a, that was a hell of a party. I'll say it. It was. Because, you know, we, we, we went crazy. But uh, those were my old days. What if True Bledsoe never got hurt? They don't win. I, I watched that whole year. I was watching the game when Bledsoe got hurt, man. And there was a debate. There was a huge debate when he came back whether or not he should come back. And Belichick stuck with Brady. And no one Brady wasn't having that great a year. He was basically a game manager that year. Yeah, so. that defense was sick. Yo, the defense, that defense was amazing. Unbelievable. But yeah, anyway, total, the, the, the whole thing was I had to go searching around for the right ingredients because they didn't quite have the right kind of shaved steak at a lot of places, but I knew of one place that was a really good butcher that shaved it right. So I would have to travel to this butcher and grab it from there. I'd have to go somewhere else to get good cheese and I'd have to get, 
the best roles that they have to offer. Some places made some pretty decent roles, but you had to go search them out, like from an Italian bakery. So I, I had to drive to three different places and then make up my own sauce. But man, when I put it together, everyone came every year and those things went fast. So it's funny you say that because I'm actually more a pork Italian person than I'm a cheesesteak person. Another debate. Is that the real sandwich? I, so I, 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 when people come from out of town, like, and they'll be like, Oh, where should I get a cheesesteak? I'm like, listen, you're a tourist. So you can get cheesesteak and that's fine. But if you want the real Philly sandwich, you gotta get a pork Italian. And what I want to do someday is drill, is like build like the perfect pork Italian. So I want to get a roll from Sarcones. Uh huh. I want to get cheese from the Bruno Brothers. Yes. I want to get my greens, my spinach from Tony Luke's. Yes. And then my and then my pork meat from John's Rose Pork. Oof. And make what would be like the perfect pork Italian sandwich. Like that's like with, and then wash it I'm down with a pineapple soda. Yeah, <laughs> or an orange crush. That's a throwback <laughs> from a few weeks ago. Nice. <laughs> now, right, are you let's... are you are you always a Rob guy with the pork? No, no. So I prefer spinach. I, I prefer okay. spinach mm-hmm. because spinach is safe, right? Broccoli Rob can be really good, but there's such a fine line between making good broccoli Rob and bitter broccoli Rob. Yes, where yes. where like spinach is just safe. So I just typically go spinach. Now. John's roast pork. Have you had the Nick's? I felt like the Nick's pork was a little too dry for me. Interesting. You did in the Reading Terminal, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, I went that's... to Roman. I've been to the Reading Terminal Market on more than a few occasions. Gotcha. So you're going to uh, John's roast pork is the best roast pork sandwich, too, or are you is Tony Luke's fit in this? Uh, to me, in my opinion, they're both very close. Very, mm. very close. I might give John's the edge based off of not only is it really good, but it's a friggin' massive sandwich, too. Yes. I yeah, mean, they're not fancy. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think the Knicks is the best one. I just happened to not get the dry one, I guess. The day Steve, I went. if I was close enough, I'd take one of those chairs over your right shoulder and cap you. <laughs> Dog, I set it up right back there. It's like oh, they're know, there. Trust me. Oh, they're there. Speaking of chairs, how's that gaming chair working out, Steve? Not uh, bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, Sammy's right really now. enjoying it on the floor. <laughs> Have you beat Donkey Kong's high score yet? Oh shit! Come on, man. I'm the master. <laughs> I rescue that princess every time, and it just all starts all over again. That's the way it is. That's life. You know? You rescued a princess one day. Next day, you just got to do it all over again. I don't know uh, where I'm going either. <laughs> I'll just say this. Yeah. I'll just say this. I rescued a princess 13 years ago. Oh, oh look at you. Wow. <laughs> 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 all right. I got nothing else, gentlemen. How about you? You got anything else? I got you, babe. That's fair. That's it. Shirt, shirtless Pittman, care to add anything? Uh, I'm digging that hat, Steve. Is that a new one for the collection? Uh, for the those jo- of you who obviously can't see, Steve's got a John hat on. The John hat, yes. The uh, That was the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. They put it on sale a while back. This was a $10 special. Nice. I, I mean, do we all agree John is the greatest word ever? It's yeah. up there. I mean, and it literally can be whatever you want. An adjective, yeah. a verb, a noun. Oddly enough, I never heard it much growing up. 
We didn't say it much in Delco. It's because when you were growing up, the English language wasn't invented yet, Steve. I totally set myself up, didn't I? <laughs> God damn it, when am I going to learn? So, but yeah, it's, uh, I think it's, uh, that, that's definitely more, might be more of a Northeast Philly thing than it was a South Philly thing. You see, it's funny, like down here, huh? it's not John. It's like they threw a T on the end of it. It's John. John? John? Okay. I've had to correct people. So I'm explaining to people that they're cheesesteaks and Jones. Yeah. You know, you know, my family used to say all the time, what's your comb? Everything was, a, you know, that, that, what's your comb over there? Sounds like a whatchamacallit? Yeah. Like, what, what do you call it? It became a whatchamacallit. By the way, whatchamacallit, super underrated candy bar. Oh, hell city is out. Doesn't that have peanuts in it? Not. Directly, no. It's more of a. I don't. Th- it has like caramel and a crunch, a What's peanutty that shit flavor called? crunch. Nougat or something? I don't know what that no, is. No, it's a car. It's caramel and chocolate and kind of a peanutty crunch, but not direct peanuts. I, I don't know if I've ever had one. Let's try it, dude. Google that shit. What you call it? Some pierogies, pineapple oh, soda. Dang. Sprinkle some fromondo on there. It's You're rocking. Right. <laughs> Great weekend. It's going that, to be a great weekend. That is a meal fit for Northeast Philly right there. Pull up with a plated ad on Steve's deck, fresh off the McGriddle. <laughs> McD's, baby. McD's. Nice. All right. Then we will close it out. Say thank you very much for putting up with our nonsense. Let's hope for uh, some good times this week, boys. And listen, everybody, tomorrow, whenever you listen to this, make a stranger smile. I like it. Let's do it. Peace out, brothers. Adios. Hit it for the top, yep, yeah, ASAP Hit it for the top, that's Apex Might pull up on the spot, drop eight racks Eight homies in the squad, that's eight racks Ain't a homie in the squad, that can't rap Superhero stats, they gon' ask where your cake at Shout out to Young Miles Morales Pressing the play on the mission, the movement is building up stylin' I just check in with my stylus and write out my plans with the stylus I'ma keep pushing for progress and I'ma keep pushing the process I'ma keep pushing, I promise my niece need a bed for her conscience She need a mansion, a palace, I'm reaching for Wonderland status Same on they keeping it honest I'ma just keep it real honest and keep it the beat. I'ma just keep it a hundred. I'ma just keep on just stunting. It's me and the team. Say they be keeping it bumping. Pen they say good in my stomach. I'm keeping it lean. Eating the beat cause they yummy. Top of the charts, yo, we hungry. We chasing the dream.
miss my range like Stoy Yakovich All in your face so you can talk about it Changing the game, the more kicking knowledge Ball main flow when they say I'm so stylish And I always make a point cause they say I'm so valid When I cross over the game, you know I aim high Know I'm coming for everything, I can't lie They say I changed the game and I'm the same guy First class when I fly, you won't stand by I've been in my bag, you didn't think I lost my mind We've all got secrets. <laughs> That's a good one, mate. A lot of people won't tell, tell you their uh, closed secrets because they might be still in the closet. <laughs> Anyhow, I hope you're having a bit of fun with that, mate.